Welcome to The Blind Side. News and information from a blindness perspective. Here's Jonathan Mosen. I'm glad that you'll listen and you won't be missing Podcast 64. <clears throat> oh, there's probably some copyright implications of doing that. Well, it's good to have you with us. We're going to be getting back into our Samsung Galaxy S8 series. And this is the third in the series we're going to be focusing on Bixby today, Samsung's personal assistant that they have placed considerable stock in. And we'll be looking at how well that works. But first, I do want to follow up on podcast 63. I rushed that one out as soon as I heard of the plight of Marty Schultz, who's made a huge contribution to the blind community and gaming. I dropped him a DM on Twitter and I said, Marty, I want to do my bit here. Can we get you on the blind side? I'll rush it out right away we'll let people know what's happening to you and ask for their support and if you took the time to contact apple then thank you i think that we should have done that given all that marty has done for this community i didn't mention it on the podcast but marty's also attended various conventions gatherings at which blind people or educators of blind children are present he's really embraced this community, and he's incredibly dedicated. It is good to know that Apple has reversed course. They have allowed Blindfold Games to continue to be published in the App Store, and updates are already present for Blindfold Games. Now, before I begin with Bixby on the essays, I guess you may have just heard some noise there. I should acquaint you with an interesting first-world problem we've got with the blind side. I could have chosen to skip a week and not given you a podcast this week. But I thought, no, I want to proceed with this. I'm sort of on a roll here with this Samsung S8 thing. We are getting some major renovations done here at Mosin's house. It's Bonnie's new kitchen. This is her pride and joy. Bonnie is project managing this matter. And all I know is that it costs a lot. I mean, it really does cost an awful lot to get a new kitchen. And I say to Bonnie, I say to her, Bonnie, mate, I say, do you really think we're going to get thousands and thousands of dollars of more tasty food by replacing this kitchen? And she seems to think I'm missing the point, which I probably am. But I do accept that um, it will add to the value of the house and all those good things. And that this kitchen we had is, uh, is a bit old and decrepit and all those sorts of things. And in fact, when they started to do the work on the kitchen, they found that there was a leak under the sink and that it had been leaking for quite some time and some of the floorboards under there had got decidedly saggy. And so this is the thing, you know, in the software industry, we would call this scope creep. So what happens is once you start this sort of thing, stuff happens that you weren't anticipating and even more money gets drained out. I don't mean to sound curmudgeonly about it. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely lovely when it's done, but it does mean that on the premises right now, we have builders, electricians, plumbers, all sorts of very knowledgeable and capable people doing things. I do wish that I had had my binaural microphones recording yesterday. Unfortunately, I was here doing some urgent work that I, I couldn't stop doing because when they took the kitchen out... They backed a trailer onto the property and positioned it under the balcony. And so they were tossing old kitchen cupboards and things over the balcony onto the trailer. It made a stunning series of noises. And I really wish I'd got a a good quality recording of it, but it was not to be. (laughs) So if you hear some industrial type noises filtering into the podcast, There's not a lot I can do because if I keep stopping every time they happen, I would not get this podcast out. And I do just want to keep the momentum going. So I'm sure that you will understand it's all just very real at the moment. Very real. And who knows if we're still working on this kitchen by next week, I might not be here because, you know, who's going to feed me on podcast 64? Our place, our issues. The Blind Side with Jonathan Mosen. If you've been listening to my reviews over the last, I don't know, 20 years or so that I've been doing them online, you will know that I'm extremely conservative about using words like the best. 
I am going to make an exception in this case and make a pretty bold statement, and that is that if voice assistance is your most important criterion for choosing a smartphone, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that the Samsung Galaxy S8 and all its derivatives is the best option that you can choose in that regard. In 2011, Apple released Siri, and I was so excited by Siri that I think like a number of blind people, I went out and I bought an iPhone 4S. I wasn't writing iOS without the iBooks then, and I wasn't even training in this field then. So it wasn't essential for me to have the latest iPhone every year like it is now. And I had the iPhone 4, and I was quite happy with it. But Siri alone caused me to go out and buy an iPhone 4S. And I'm glad I did. It was a revolutionary development at the time. Unfortunately, other companies have overtaken Apple. You only need to see what a joyous experience using any of the Amazon Echo products or the, the products that have the Alexa voice assistant built in to know how engaging voice assistants can be. You only need to use the Google app on your iPhone to know how much better Google is at giving you facts compared with Siri. Siri, of course, on an iPhone has the advantage of getting in at a system level and allowing you to control system functions. But you only need to use Bixby on the Samsung Galaxy S8 to know how behind Apple is in that regard as well in terms of controlling system functions, allowing you to daisy chain commands. It is absolutely extraordinary what Samsung have achieved with Bixby in quite a short time. I wasn't expecting much from Bixby. When Bixby was released, the reviewers weren't kind to it. And I think that's because it got off to a bit of a rocky start. And even now, sometimes I find that a command I give Bixby one day may or may not work the next day. It seems to be under active development, but it is improving and it is very smart in certain key respects. We're going to open up Bixby and take a look at configuring it. And unfortunately, there are some accessibility problems here that I do need to highlight. And I hope that Samsung can address those. But one of the things I want to highlight before we even get started with this is that one of the big differences where Bixby is concerned is that Bixby is sensitive to the app that you are in. The only sensitivity to the app that you're in that I've seen from Siri is that if you are in an app and you say to Siri, open settings, then it will open the settings pertaining to the app that you're in. That's about it, as far as I can tell. Bixby is much more sensitive to the app that you're in, and you can give it all kinds of commands pertaining to the app that you're in. You can also give it system-wide commands from anywhere, just as you can with Siri and other voice assistants. But that does give you an extraordinary amount of functionality. And you can also train Bixby as well. We'll have a look at how accessible that is. Google has access to so much information and it's become so very adept at passing that information that it is difficult to beat the Google Assistant for facts. You know, I mean, Alexa's fun and everything, but nothing beats Google in my experience for more often than not getting an answer to a question. And it's often a very specific answer to a very specific question from Google, and it's very quick. So the nice thing is on the S8, you have access to Bixby and the Google Assistant anywhere universally from the one device. So you do have Siri and the Google app as an option on your iPhone, but you can't invoke Google unless you actually open the app first on your iPhone. In this case, with Bixby and Google Assistant on the S8, there is no need to do that. Samsung is investing a lot in Bixby, not just in research, but also in valuable real estate. In the Galaxy S8 series, they took the home button away. That's a big decision for a company to make. And yet there is a dedicated hardware Bixby button. It's below the volume up and down control on the left-hand side of the device. To begin this, I'm going to tap that Bixby button. Bixby home. And now we're in the Bixby home. Let's flick through this with Galaxy Assistant running. Hi, Jonathan Mosin. Bixby website. Bixby key setting. More options. Galaxy Essentials. Must have apps designed for your Galaxy. 
Amazon Prime Video, Kids Mode, Optical Reader, Art Canvas, Broad Paint, Soundcomp, View All, Galaxy Apps, Double Tap to open the app, Refresh Button, More Options Button. Let's continue to flick through. We can customize the screen, but I want to focus on the voice features at this point. Get the perfect photo every time. Snap a selfie with Bixby. Tap to Bixby it. Close button. Previous button. Next button. Today's weather. Double tap to open the app. Refresh button. More options button. Grenada Village. Grenada Village. Hi, Jonathan. Bixby website. Bixby key setting. More options. I'm going to double tap that. Showing items 1 to 6 of 6. And flick through these options. My Bixby. Voice apps and services. Tutorials. Settings. Notices. Contact us. Contact us. Last item. I'm going to flick backwards. Notices. Settings. Two settings. Double tap to select. And that's what we'll do. Settings. Showing items 1 to 10 of 26. Navigate up button. Bixby settings. Now we're on the Bixby settings screen. If I flick to the right, we'll first see my email address, which I'll quickly skip past. Jonathan, home cards, header. Apps. Select apps to show as cards on Bixby Home based on your context. As you can see, when we went into Bixby Home before, by tapping the button, there were a bunch of apps there, and we can customize that experience if we would like to do that. Show unlocked screen. Select apps to show as cards, even when the screen is locked. Voice. Header. Now we're on to the fun stuff. Let's have a look at the voice settings. Bixby Voice. Talk to Bixby and get responses back. On switch. Double tap the toggle. You can toggle this off if you want. I'm not sure why you would. Background color. Language and speaking style. English. U.S. Stephanie. Double tap to select. And we'll have a look at the options that are available in terms of Bixby's voice. So we'll double tap. Language and speaking style. Showing items 1 to 3 of 3. Navigate up button. Language and speaking style. Languages. English. U.S. Speaking style. Stephanie. Hi. My name is Bixby. Pound Bixby. Button. Unlabeled. And this is an unlabeled button, and unfortunately, we have quite a few of these. Setting this up optimally is not the best with Voice Assistant. Hi, my name is Bixby. Matt Stephanie, we'll flick to the right and see what else there is. John, hi, my name is Bixby. Found Bixby. Button unlabeled. There's that unlabeled button again. Tap to select. Yes, we know that if we double tap it, we'll hear John speaking. Hi, my name is Bixby. And we'll flick right one more time. Julia, hi, my name is Bixby. Pound Bix, button, unlabeled. And here, Julia. Hi, my name is Bixby. My favorite voice is the Stephanie voice, and that's what I have it selected, so I'll perform a four-finger single tap to go back. Settings. Showing items 1 to 10 of 26. Navigate up button. Bix, Jonathan, home, apps. Show on, voice. Bixby voice. Talk to Bixby. Background color. Language and speaking style, English, U.S., step, voice feedback, always on. Feedback style, full. Voice wake up, off. Showing items 10 to 18 of 26. Double tap to select. I want the voice wake up feature on, so I'll double tap. Voice wake up. Showing items 1 to 4 of 4. Navigate up button. Voice wake up. Off. Off switch. Say hi Bixby to wake up Bixby and get things done. Use when phone speaker playing. Use your voice to wake up Bixby, even when the phone speaker is playing a ringtone, an alarm, or media. On switch. Disabled. Wake up sensitivity. Set the Bixby voice wake up sensitivity. Higher sensitivity could cause unintentional Bixby wake ups. Low. Medium. High. Slider. 0%. Disabled. I imagine that that 0% means that it is currently set to low. Improve voice wake up accuracy. Record your voice again in places you usually use Bixby. The more recordings you make, the more accurate Bixby will get. Disabled. Delete voice wake up recordings. Disabled. Delete voice wake up recordings. Disabled. Last night. Navigate up. So. Off. Off switch. Waking up Bixby is currently disabled. And I want to be able to say, hi, Bixby, and have it wake up. It's amazing how you can talk to all these devices and give them the magic words and have them wake up and respond. You'll never be lonely again. Isn't that nice? Let's see if we can do this. Say hi, Bixby. Off switch. Off. Record your voice. Showing items 1 to 4 of 4. And we'll flick to the right. Help Bixby learn your voice. Start. And we double tap to select. will double tap start. Speak at a constant speed. Speak loudly and clearly in a quiet place. Hold your phone 6 to 12 inches away from your face. Tap the Bixby logo below to start. Now, double navigate up button. Double tap to select. There is no alt text here. 
So we don't know where the Bixby logo is other than when I flick there, there is silence. If I wait long enough, I get a voice assistant hint that says double tap to select. So I have to assume that the silent thing here is the Bixby logo. Now, if I double tap. To set wake up command, disconnect your phones and any Bluetooth devices, then use make on mobile device. All right. Navigate up button. Record, record your voice. Help Bixby start. Speak at a constant. Speak loudly and hold your phone 6 to 12 inches away from your face. Tap the Bixby logo below to start. I will disconnect the headphones, or in my case, the cable to the mixer. So we'll hold this up to the mic now. Tap the Bixby logo below to start. Double tap to select. And we'll double tap. Hi, Bixby. Hi, Bixby. I'm guessing at what it wants me to say because it's not telling me anything. And if I flick around, couldn't hear you. it says couldn't hear you. Tap the Bixby logo below to try again. Couldn't hear you. Navigate up button. There are now two areas on the screen where if I flick left and right, I am getting no feedback at all, not even a hint now. So I'm going to go back. Navigate up button. Hear you. And let's see if I can go back to the previous screen. I'm trying Navigate to do that now. Hear you. Navigate, record, record your voice. Last I tap the Bixby logo below the try again. Couldn't hear you. Navigate up button. It won't let me go back. So I'm going to try. Hi, Bixby. Hi, Bixby. Hi, Bixby. Hi, Bixby. I'm guessing. Um, and no, so I'm not going to be able to set it up. Now, what I may be able to do is go searching on YouTube. And I'm sure I can find a video somewhere of someone setting up Bixby with the keyword. Hi, Bixby. And try and find out what it is that Bixby is displaying on the screen. And remember the sequence and try and get it set up that way. And I may well do that because I do actually want the high Bixby feature working. The point is, this is 2017. I paid a lot of money for the Samsung Galaxy S8 and I really shouldn't have to. This is a core function of the phone. As I mentioned, it's so core to Samsung that they have set up their own button for Bixby. And they should have made this process completely accessible with Voice Assistant. If you set up Hey Siri on your iPhone on any iOS device, you are given feedback and the system is smart enough that even when you have to disconnect your headphones and use the speaker, the microphone is not picking up the instruction that voiceover is speaking, telling you what to say. So the process, it just works. And as we get in to using more specific apps with this device, what you find again and again is that on iOS, things just work on Android in general and on this phone as well. You can get them to work, but sometimes they take a lot more effort and they require quite a bit more geek creds to make things work. Now, I'm going to give up for now on trying to get the high Bixby feature working. But when I have some time, I may well try the solution of going to YouTube and seeing if I can teach myself how the process works. I do also have a second option. I understand that you can contact Samsung. They can establish what's sort of like the equivalent of a JAWS tandem session with you and help you set your phone up remotely. And so it's possible that they might be able to talk me through this over the phone. It would be interesting to see if they are prepared to do that and how helpful that option is as well. And I suppose the advantage of trying that would be that I would be also reporting the accessibility issue and you never know, it might get logged and it might get addressed in an update. The next option, unlock with voice password. Off. Unlock with voice password. I'd like to have a go at this one as well, so we'll double tap. Keyboard shown. Unlock with voice password. Cancel button. Next button. Disable. Next button. Disable. Edit box. Enter password. Editing. It wants me to enter the password for my phone. 
If I can get this to work, what it means is that I have yet another option. So we've been able to set the S8 up so that when I'm at home, it simply unlocks. It knows that I'm at home and that's fine. It will just do its thing and unlock the phone. I can unlock with my face. I was able to set that up and I can also unlock with the fingerprint sensor. Here's an additional option. Using Bixby, you're able to unlock your phone with a voice password. Now, obviously, you want to be careful where you use this, right? If you are out there and you speak a voice password to unlock your phone, there are definitely security risks in doing that. Somebody may be able to imitate your voice. I think Samsung is pretty transparent about the fact that somebody could potentially impersonate you and unlock your phone. So use this with caution. But let's see if we can get it set up. I'll pause the recording while I enter my pin. I've done that now. Let's flick through the screen. Back button. Back button. Recent button. Okay, we've got to give focus Double. to the center of the screen. Unlock your phone with your voice while using Bixby. Voice password is less secure than some other screen unlock methods. Your phone could be unlocked by someone with a voice. That sounds like yours. Continue. Double tap to select. I've done that. Create a voice password. Think of a word or phrase that's two to four syllables and hard for others to guess. Tap the Bixby logo below to start. Navigate up button. Tap the... Double tap to select. Again, I've got something here that is not speaking other than the hint. And it says double tap to select. So I think what we're seeing is the constant use of the Bixby logo that has no alt text. It should actually be fairly easy for Samsung to fix that. I'm going to double tap and I presume it would ask me for my voice password. So I'm going to make one up here. Rabadaki. Your voice password. End. Begin. Begin. End. End. Begin. End. 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 Um, begin. Begin. Let's begin. It's if this is correct. Continue. Wrap your voice password. Your voice password. Rapidaki. <laughs> okay. If this is correct, continue. Otherwise, try again. Retry. I need to retry. Double so did I actually get that? We'll try again. Rabadaki. Create a voice password. Think of a word or phrase that's... Okay. Double tap the Bixby logo. I need to do it again. Double tap to select. There we go. We'll double tap to select. Rubber ducky. Let's see if we got it that time. Your voice password. Robert, your voice, your voice password. First item. Robert ducky. Robert ducky. Mm. <laughs> no, it didn't get it right. So I think I need to find another voice password. And so we'll go through. If this is correct, can retry and choose retry. And now let's flick to the right. Create a voice password. Think of a word or phrase. Double tap to select. Here's that blank space again that just says double tap to select. So we now know this is the Bixby logo. And I'm going to, let's see. I'll try this one. A cup of tea. I say this because you may have heard the door close there. My lovely wife, Bonnie, has just brought me in a cup of tea. Always appreciated. Let's see if we've got that one. Your voice password. I kept of tea. No, it's not liking my voice at all, is it? All right. If this is correct, continue. Uh, retry. Let's try again. Double tap. The and rather than give it multiple words, I'm going to try one word. Create a voice password. Think of a word or phrase that... Tap the Let's think of a Double word that I might want to use to unlock this thing. I don't know. I'll double tap and try this one. Gregarious. I like that word. Don't judge. Gregarious. All right, I got that. If this is correct, continue. Other retry. Continue. Yep, we'll do that. Double tap to select. And I don't get any feedback, so we'll just touch the screen and see what we've got now. Say your voice password again. Oh, okay. Gregarious. Tap the... Double tap to select. Yes, once again, we have this blank space that just says double tap to select. So I know now to double tap it and say it again. Gregarious. Now let's help Bixby get to know your voice. Say the following sentence. Oh boy. Tap the Bixby logo below to try again. Couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear tap the Tap the Bixby logo below. Set voice password. Navigate up button. I'm trying to find what sentence it wants Double me to say. Set voice, pass set voice password. Last tap the Bixby logo. 
Tap the Bixby logo below to try again. Couldn't hear you. Navigate up button. Set voice, set voice password. Last item. All right, we'll go back up to the top of the screen in case I'm missing something here, but I don't set think... Set voice password. Tap the Bixby logo below I'm running my again. finger down the screen rather than you flicking. Set voice password. Tap the continue. All right, well, I think what I need to do is tap the Bixby logo, see if I can find the sentence it wants me to say. It will time out, but at least then I know what it wants me to say. Continue. Double tap to select. All right, we'll double tap. And... Now let's help Bixby get to know your voice. Say the following sentence. I'll call you when the alarm rings. Tap the Bixby logo. Navigate up button. Tap. Double tap to select. I'll call you... Double tap to select. I'll call you now. Let's now let's set voice password. I'm not sure whether it is still recording me or not. We'll we'll try this. I'll call you when the alarm rings. And let's see what we have. I've set a reminder to send a message to mom. You're almost done. Say the following sentence. I've set a reminder. Double tap to select. I've set a reminder to send a message to mom. Saving. All right. Well, we kind of got there, right? Your voice password is set. Say precarious to unlock your phone when Bixby asks for your voice password. Now, because I am home at the moment, it's hard to test whether this works without turning a whole bunch of settings off. But I have uh, high confidence that now that it's set up, it will work. The next option. Enhanced voice recognition. Get improved voice recognition based on your personal pronunciation style. Double tap to select. Let's have a look at what we can do here. Enhanced voice recognition. Showing items 1 to 2 of 2. Navigate up button. Enhanced voice recognition. Get improved voice recognition based on your personal pronunciation style. Record your pronunciation again. The more recordings you make, the more accurately Bixby will understand you. Double tap to select. I have actually done this before, and so it's doable. Reset pronunciation. Let's reset. Double tap to select. And show you how we did it. Reset your pronunciation. Reset your pronunciation. Your pronunciation data will be removed, which could make it harder for Bixby to understand you. You can OK button. Yes, well, I choose OK. Enhanced voice recognition. Showing items 1 to 2 of 2. Navigate up button. Enhanced voice recognition. Get improved voice recognition based on your personal pronunciation style. Record your pronunciation. The more recordings you make, the more accurately Bixby will understand you. Double tap to select. I'll do that. Record your pronunciation. Showing items 1 to 5 of 5. Teach Bixby your tap. Teach Bixby your pronunciation style so that Bixby can understand you better. Tap the Bixby logo below to start. Health is always important. Bixby would like to visit the Bixby Bridge in California. This is what we're going to have to say. Choose a music genre for me. You can save web pages as bookmarks in your browser. A good zoom lens can make a world of difference. All right. <laughs> Double tap to select. Let's try this. Health is always important. A good zoom lens. You can say, choose a music genre. Bixby would like to visit the Bixby, Bixby Bridge in Bixby would like to visit the Bixby Bridge in California. Choose a music genre for me. Choose a music genre for me. Teach Bixby your pronunciation style so that Bixby can understand you better. Read the fourth sentence aloud. Health is always important. Bixby, choose a... You can save web pages as bookmarks in your browser. You can save web pages as bookmarks in your browser. A good zoom lens can make a world of difference. A good zoom lens can make a world of difference. Saving record your pronunciation, first item. Your pronunciation has been recorded. The more recordings you make, the more accurately Bixby will understand you. Tap the Bixby logo to make more recordings. We can do some more of this if we want to, but that's how I was able to do it in this case, was that it doesn't care that headphones are connected. And so in that case, I was able to hear the sentences that Bixby wanted me to say and then speak them back. There are a number of other settings here that you can turn on or off at your discretion, including the ability to hold the Bixby button down and dictate anywhere that there is an edit field on the phone. So this would be like performing the magic tap on iOS when you're in an edit field and dictating, but you just hold the Bixby button down. You can also give Bixby a dictate command. So let's have a look at some Bixby features now that we've got the basics set up and I'm going to hold the button down when I talk to Bixby and we'll put it through its paces. Home screen. Page one of three, default page. 
And now I'm on the home screen, funnily enough. Let's ask it. How much battery do I have remaining? Sure thing. I found your estimated battery life is six hours, eight minutes. Good. Hopefully I'll be done with this by then. <laughs> All right. How much mobile data have I used? Sure thing. Take a look. Here's your data usage. And here it is displayed on the screen. I can read it now with voice assistant. Set the ringtone volume to 30%. The ringtone volume is now set to 30. That's really handy when you are in an environment where you can have the phone ringing, but it may not be appropriate to have it ringing very loud. We'll crank it all the way up, though. Set the ringtone volume to 100%. The ringtone volume is now set to 100. Decrease the system volume to 20%. Sure thing. I've set the system volume to 20. Set the system volume to 100. Sure thing. I've set the system volume to 100. Make my phone visible to other devices. Good to go. I've turned on phone visibility for you. Make my phone invisible to other devices. Looks like we already have phone visibility turned on. All right, well, it doesn't understand invisible. Turn off phone visibility. Good to go. I've turned off phone visibility for you. What Wi-Fi network am I connected to? Okay, here's the information for the connected Wi-Fi access point. Network speed. Very strong, 866 megabytes per second. Oh, that's nice. All right, well, disconnect from the current Wi-Fi network. And I believe we are now disconnected, even though we don't have confirmation. Let's just see if we can find that out. What Wi-Fi network am I connected to? Uh-oh, we are not connected to a Wi-Fi access point. Okay. Connect to Wi-Fi. Let's choose a Wi-Fi network from this list. All right. We'll do that. And I believe we should be there. First item. Network speed. Very strong. Security. WPA IP address. One yep, looks like we're there. Turn on vibrate. Sure. I changed sound mode to vibrate. And now the phone actually is vibrating. It just did a vibrate to confirm that. Google Assistant. Turn off vibrate. Done. Sound mode is on sound now. And it played a sound to confirm. Wake me up tomorrow at 6 a.m. All right. I've set an alarm at 600 hours for you. Wake me up on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays and Sundays at 7 a.m. Sure thing. I've set an alarm for 700 hours. What alarms are set? Sure thing. Here's your alarm list. So it doesn't speak that. I have to review it on the screen. Delete all my alarms. Sure. I found three alarms. Would you like to delete them all? Yes. Sure thing. We deleted what you selected. Add an appointment called bus at 7 a.m. on Saturday. All right. Would you like to save this event? Yes. All right. The event has been created. What are my appointments for Saturday? Okay, here's Saturday in your calendar. Let's check it out. 
So you do have to review that again with voice assistant, whereas if you were using Siri, it would actually just speak that information. Let's see. Okay, Google. What's on my calendar on Saturday? Google Assistant. You have a calendar entry on the 18th of November at 7 a.m. The title is base. Notwithstanding that I was misrecognized when I entered the appointment, Google actually spoke it out because it is all going into the Google calendar. Let me see. I'll make a similar appointment with Google and see if it actually gets the name of the appointment correct. Okay, Google. Create a 9 a.m. appointment on Sunday called bus. Okay. Do you want to save this? Yeah, yes. Okay. Event created. Okay, Google. What's on my calendar on Sunday? No matching events found. Alrighty. Okay, Google. Create an event on Sunday at 9am called bus. Okay. Do you want to save this? Yes. Okay. Okay. Event created. Google. <laughs> okay, Google. What's on my calendar on Sunday? You have a calendar entry on the 19th of November at 9 a.m. The title is bus. Yeah, I used slightly different phraseology the second time, but Google seems to be doing a bit of a bit of job recognizing me. Read my notifications. Sure thing. It looks like we have 80 notifications. Gmail 11 notifications, Weather 1 notification, Samsung Cloud 1 notification, YouTube 1 notification, Equimail 1 notification, Voice Assistant 1 notification, Galaxy Apps for notifications, and Z Herald 40 notifications, Rolva UA 1 notification, Facebook 15 notifications, Newship 1 notification, PayPal 1 notification, Google Play Store 1 notification, Google 1 notification. If I want to take a look at the news stories from the New Zealand Herald, which is a local newspaper here in New Zealand, and they send push notifications, I can just get Bixby to read them all. Read notifications from NZ Herald. Hmm, looks like there aren't any notifications like that. Well, all right. Read notifications from NZ Herald. Looks like we don't have any notifications like that. Read notifications from New Zealand Herald. Looks like we don't have any notifications like that. Read Herald notifications. Looks like we don't have any notifications like that. I guess I'm just not going to be able to get my breaking news that way. Let's try. Read my Facebook notifications. Okay, I'll read out the 15 notifications from Facebook. Facebook Nelson Merchaniak sent you a friend request. Facebook Bonnie Mosen updated her status. Facebook Lachlan Thomas shared a link. Facebook Jussie Tree Garthen commented on a post that you're tagged in. Facebook Regina and so on. sent you a friend. Thank you. No problem. Hmm. Always glad to help. We can ask for information about our system status. Is Wi-Fi on? Turns out we already have Wi-Fi on. All right, that sounds good. Turn off NFC. Got it. I've turned off NFC for you. So that's the near field communications chip. I'm not making much use of that at the moment. And so I can save a little bit of battery life by turning off NFC. Set the brightness to minimum. Okay, it's at the minimum now. And that'll save me some battery life because I don't really need the brightness to be very bright at all. Open tweetings. Select notifications to open. All right, it doesn't want to open tweetings. Launch tweetings. Select notifications to open. All right, so I do have the Tweetings Twitter app on my phone, and it doesn't want to open it. Let's try. Open Spotify. 
Sure thing. Here's the app. Check the screen. Now Spotify should be open. Samsung Cloud can't back up data. Auto expand notifications elapsed. No, it is not. But notifications are up. So I wonder if I can uh, close notifications. Okay, I've closed the quick panel for you. All right, and now do we have Spotify back? More like Indigo Girls. Yes, we do have Spotify there now, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to double tap this just to get us somewhere. Ten thousand maniacs, Natalie Merchant. Ten thousand jewel. And we'll double Show tap jewel. And we've got a few layers deep now, so I can do things like scroll to the bottom. Showing items thirty-five to forty-two or forty-two. And it has done it. It has scrolled to the bottom. Mom two, music for our mother ocean. Button unlabeled. So that's cool. We can also do scroll to the top. So let's try that. Scroll to the top. Go back. Spotify. So press the back button. Mom two, music button. Mom, mom, music button unlabeled. Smack appears on. Shuffle play button. Button unlabeled. Jewel. Show context. Show now playing. Go back. Showing items 1 to 4 of 24. 10,000 maniacs. Yeah, so it's gone back to the previous screen. Swipe right. Showing items 1 to 4 of 10. Swipe left. Showing items 5 to 7 of 10. For people perhaps with some dexterity issues who are not running voice assistant, but who want to have as much voice control as possible, it is quite impressive what they have added here. Lock the screen. And look at that. The, the phone has now locked itself. So we'll wake it up again. And now we're back in Spotify. I want to open a few more apps at this point. So open Kindle. Got it. I went ahead and pulled up the app. Check the screen. That's great. And we'll open a couple more. Open Facebook. Got it. I went ahead and pulled up the app. Camera. Check the screen. And maybe one more. Open camera. Since it mentioned camera for some reason. Absolutely. The camera has been opened. Now, we've got a number of apps on the system at this point. Here's the cool thing. Close all my apps. Facebook. Done. All the apps we've used recently have been closed. And just to confirm that that has happened, I'm going to bring up my list of apps with a four-finger triple tap. Recent apps. No recently used apps. First item. Now, that's wonderful. I really like being able to close all my apps with a single command like that. Bixby's very good about that sort of thing, actually. I can, for example, open messages and delete all conversations. Would you like to delete? Yes. Sure. The message is deleted. That is very nifty. All right, let's have a look at composing a new message. Open messages and compose a new message. Who would you like to send the message to? And now we have a list of contacts here. List view showing one items. Uh-oh, I can't seem to find that contact. Could you tell me again? Jonathan Mosen. Ad recipient, Jonathan Mosen. Okay, what do you want to say in your message? Hello, I am composing a message using the Samsung Galaxy S8. I don't believe dictating punctuation is working for me. I am going to try, comma, but I think it speaks the punctuation, full stop. Or maybe I need to say period, period. Do you want to send a message now? Tell me yes or no. Can you read it back? Hmm, I didn't quite catch that. Hmm. Say again. Yes. 
Okay, the message is on its way. All right, let's see what we've got. Attach button. 1KB. SMS slash MMS. Thursday, November 16th, 2017. Hello, I am composing a message using the Samsung Galaxy S8. I don't believe that dating punctuation is working for me. I am going to try, but I think it speaks the punctuation full stop. Or maybe I need to say period, period, MMS 0733. So it looks like when I'm dictating the word comma, that is working. And I suspect what's happened here is that at the moment, Bixby requires us english and we don't say period at the end of a sentence we say full stop as other english speaking uh, british english speaking countries do and i suspect that's what the issue is i would have to probably learn to say period even then it sounds like it may not be accepting it but um, it could be because i also use the word period twice so that could be the problem there so it looks like dictation is working with punctuation if you use us punctuation and at the moment I don't believe that Bixby is available for New Zealand English but you can certainly send a text message to any of your contacts this way. There is a Q&A mode which you can put Bixby into which is supposed to be optimized for questions. I would personally stick with the Google Assistant for questions because it's just so good but we can open Q&A. You're in Q&A context. Happy to answer any questions. Oh, let's see. Convert one New Zealand dollar to American dollars. Here is what I found on the web. Yeah, so you see, I mean, okay, Google. Convert one New Zealand dollar to American dollars. One New Zealand dollar equals 69 United States cents. Yep, so that just works, you see. But we can ask it some questions like, How far from here is Boston, Massachusetts? Sure, here's what I found for you. All right, it's not going to speak that either. I think, uh, all right. How far from Earth is the sun? The sun is 149,600,000 kilometers from Earth. It's far enough away for my liking. Let's ask it something else. Who was the 44th president of the United States? Barack Obama was the 44th president of the United States. When was he born? He was born on 30th September 1944 in Bidham. He graduated from secondary school in Ragionkau in 1962. He studied physics at the Faculty of Mathematics, Physics and Chemistry of the Jagiellonian University. He obtained his Ma degree in 1968. I have no idea. I was just trying to test whether Bixby is context aware or not, because we asked about Barack Obama, and then I wanted to know when he was born. Now, whatever it was telling me about is not Barack Obama, because I know he was born in 1961. Let's see if it knows if I ask specifically. When was Barack Obama born? Barack Obama was born on August 4th, 1961. Exactly. So goodness knows what it was telling me about after I asked the Barack Obama question. We can say things like, Who is the Prime Minister of New Zealand? Jacinda Ardern is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> Got the name slightly wrong, but yeah, all right, that'll do. So that's Q&A mode. I don't think that's particularly good, but... The nice thing is that you've got Google's Assistant right here to take care of those questions for you. Incidentally, if you do want to know the actual name of the Prime Minister of New Zealand, OK, Google. Who is the Prime Minister Google of New Zealand? Jacinda Ardern is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Well done, Google. Let's move on and take a look at contacts. Now, the contacts feature in Bixby does some pretty clever stuff. It can be a little bit fiddly for now, but I understand what they're trying to do, and I suspect it will only improve over time. For example, I have deleted my own mobile phone number from my contacts, and as you can appreciate, I'm going to edit this request a little bit. <laughs> I love you all, but you know, I've got to get some piece, so I'm not going to give my mobile phone number on the podcast, but let's add it. We've been there before, right? You're out somewhere, somebody gives you a number, you just want to get it into your contacts. And this is pretty slick. So let's say, open contacts and add Jonathan Mosen's phone number. 
021. Certainly, we've saved the contact. Let's check it here. Let's say, open contacts and send a text message to Jonathan Mosen saying, hello, period, I am dictating using Bixby on my Samsung Galaxy S8, period. All right, looks like there are two such contacts. Why? Let's pick the one you want. All right, then. Clear query button. Contacts. Jonathan Mosen. Jonathan. Jonathan Mosen. 0214. That's the one. So I'll double tap that. Jonathan Mosen. Zero. Do you want to send a message now? Tell me yes or no. Yes. Okay. The message is on its way. And I appreciate it. And if it is in fact on its way, then I expect my Apple Watch. There we go. So we'll just check the Apple Watch here. Plus 64. Messages. Plus 6. Hello, period. I am dictating using Bixby on Missums on Galaxy is 8 period. 8.54 a.m. Well, it's still saying the word period. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do to dictate punctuation because it doesn't like full stop either. I'm sure there's an answer to this, but I have done a quick Google and I can't immediately find one. So perhaps somebody on the blind phones list will have the answer. You can send a blank email to blindphones plus subscribe at groups.io if you would like to follow that discussion. The key thing here to note, though, is that just through a single Bixby command, I was able to add a mobile phone number to a contact. And I think that's very, very useful indeed. You can also do things like send an email to Jonathan Mosen. Certainly. Let's set up an account and then we can start using email. I guess it wants to use the default Samsung mail app. I may be able to change the default email app because you can typically do that on Android devices. I have had some issues getting the Samsung Mail app working with my mail server. I don't use traditional email services like Gmail and Outlook. I don't even use iCloud that often. I have my own domain name and I prefer to use my own email server. And the Samsung client did seem to be having a few issues with getting connected to that. And I don't typically have those sorts of issues with email clients. So we'll leave that for now. But you will probably be able to get your email working pretty effortlessly and Bixby will be able to handle that. And since we've added a mobile number to this contact, I can do things like... Call Jonathan Mosen. Call. Dialing Birchwood Spa Motel. Well, I don't know why it's saying it's dialing Birchwood Spa Motel because it isn't, I'm pretty sure. Hello, you've reached 021. Yes, it's not. We'll just fade that down. Mosen and Mosen Consulting. I'm sorry I'm not able to answer your call. In I'll do a two-finger double message, tap. I'll get back to you as Oh, look at that. That does actually work. So you can press the power Please button to end the call as we indicated last episode, but... The magic tap does work as well. You can do a two-finger double tap, and it will also end the call. So if you're coming over from iOS, that is often going to be second nature, and you can do that. We can also do some fun things. If I wanted to block myself since I just called my iPhone, block the last number I called. Should I block this number for you? You can tap or say block. Block. Should I block this number for you? You can tap or say block. Apparently I can't say block, all right. Block number. You won't receive cancel button. Block button. There we go. Contact details. And hopefully the reverse will work. Unblock the last number I called. For sure, we've unblocked that number. What's also pretty nice is that if you prefer, you can tell Bixby by holding the button down, accept the call or decline the call. If you like to make a call in the good old fashioned way, we should be able to open the phone app and open the keypad. Sure thing. I've opened the keypad for you. And look at that. Classic. Yep, there's the keypad on the screen now. A friend of mine has a Samsung Galaxy S8, and so I'm going to block him. Just by way of example, you can block someone with a voice command. Block Gary Adler. Which one? And there we go. If I go ahead and choose, because I've got uh, a couple of numbers for him, 
then it will go ahead and, and block him. So you can, poor Gary, I wouldn't do that to him really. So you can block somebody by name if you wish to do that or from Bixby. There are a lot of camera related functions associated with Bixby. And I can say something like, take a photo and send it to Jonathan Mosen. Edit box, Jonathan Mosen, double tap to edit. Multi-page Let's go messages. ahead and take a picture to send. And we can go through this process if we wanted to. We could take a picture. We can use Bixby commands. We can say things like switch to back facing camera. We can say take a selfie. And then it pauses a bit, which is quite nice because it gives you a chance to make sure that your face is in view of the front facing camera. And then you'll hear the little shuttle sound to indicate that your selfie has been taken. So the camera is pretty flexible. And while we're talking about the camera, let me introduce you to Bixby Vision. If I told you that your Samsung Galaxy S8 actually has some basic features built right in that will handle very basic text extraction needs, you might be surprised, but it actually does, and it works all right. It also has features within Bixby Vision that will let you scan barcodes and QR codes. Sometimes finding the barcode can be the troublesome bit, and this is one area where the Seeing AI app for iOS just, to me, has everything else blitzed because of all the audio feedback, the kind of getting warmer method that it uses. To demonstrate Bixby Vision, I'm in the middle of the building, and the uh, way it can extract printed text, I've disconnected the S8 from my mixer because I have to move over a little bit and find some room to lay a printed book on a bit of spare desk. Now I've picked a paperback from the bookshelf and this happens to be called Will They Ever Trust Us Again? It's by Michael Moore. It's quite an old book now. I think it came out in about 2004 before ebooks were a big thing and I think that's why I have the paperback. And I've got the Galaxy S8 in the center of the page. I'm going to just raise it up a little bit as if I were using an OCR app. And I think that's about right. It might not be. I haven't used this camera a lot. Let's press the Bixby button. Open Bixby Vision and extract the text. You got it. I'm scanning it now. It says it's scanning it now. I'm trying to hold it still. And... We'll just see if we get any confirmation. Done. We've saved the text. It's done. And I'm just going to hold the phone up to the mic. We'll flick through here. Navigate up button. Copy button. Share button. More options button. Extract. Edit box. That really makes me want to vote from. Madam Nunian said. Thursday, July 15th, 2004, 11.57 a.m. to M-I-K-E at michaelmore.com. Subject. From an ex-Marine thanks. Mike, hi, Mike. My name is Madam Nunians. I am 22 years old and I live in Renton, Washington. I have just finished watching for Brent 9 slash 11 and wanted to thank you personally for making this film. Only about a year or two ago did I start to get more political, and that's what I love the most about this movie. It makes the everyday Joe want to act on this opinion. There we go. I won't read the whole page there, but that is not too bad. I mean, it has extracted the text. It is not a blindness-specific OCR. It's not giving me any guidance about where to put the camera for a good field of view or anything like that that you would get from a good quality blindness OCR app like KNFB Reader. But I tell you what, if you just want to know what a document is, get some basic idea about the text, this is amazing that it is built in to Bixby like this and that it is accessible. Bixby Vision has many other tricks. One of them is that it will do instant translation. I think the use case in general for this would be if you were in a country where English is not the first language and there's street signage all over the place, you could have Bixby Vision translate that into English for you, but it will also work with printed text. You could take some text in a language other than English and say, translate this. It will auto-detect the language in use if it's a language that Bixby supports, and it will do the translation for you and spit text back in English. I can't show you this because we don't live in a very built-up area. We're out here in the suburbs, but you can also use Bixby Vision to find restaurants near you, and you can drill down by different categories, and you point the camera in different directions, and it is direction-sensitive, and so it will tell you restaurants that are 
in front of you that can be a very useful blindness tool. Hunting around for an app that you're looking for and then installing it, that is so last year. Let's try this. Open the Play Store and install Apple Music. Back button. Screenshot. All right, let's check the screen before we move on. So it does require me to find the install button. I'll double Double tap that. Play Store. Showing items 1 to 5 of 17. And that's done. So even though I had to double tap the install button, it is a very straightforward process. Open KNFB Reader and take picture. Got it. I went take ahead picture. and pulled take up picture the, of the document and read the Check text the screen. button. Now what it's done here is I believe this must be related to voice assistant being running, but it has opened KNFB Reader and Field, take picture. Take Focus picture of the is right on the take picture button. Now the interesting thing about this is that you can go back into the Bixby screen that we were in at the very beginning of this demonstration and you can teach it short commands. So it's keeping a history of everything I'm doing. And if I want something quicker than open KNFB Reader and take picture, I could give it a short command like read with KNFB, for example. And then whenever I say to Bixby, read with KNFB, it will open the app and put focus on the take picture button. We can also do things in supported apps, such as open voice recorder and start recording. Record. And here we are recording without having to do anything else. Play button. Play button. Disabled. First item. And play button. Pause button. There's the pause button because we're recording. Save button. So that's an example of a Bixby-enabled app. This one is done by Samsung. It's a voice recorder. And so you can go in there. You can say open the app and start a recording. Bixby knows exactly what you mean. That is so efficient. Just give that voice command and you're recording right away. On the Mosin Explosion, which is the radio show I do on Mushroom FM on a Sunday afternoon live, we get a lot of people who email in audio contributions to be a part of the show. And using this, it's so simple. I can give an instruction like this. I can say, look, if you've got a Samsung phone running Bixby and voice assistant, just say, open voice recorder and start recording. And in that one command, you have started to make a recording. It's really impressive. There are a number of Siri-like functions that I won't bother demonstrating because if you have kept up with voice assistants, you'll be used to those. For example, you can create a note. You can add to your note. You can also, though, do things that are quite complex, like take a photo of a receipt, let's say, and add it to your note in one command. So you might have a piece of paper. You've just eaten lunch, right? And you're keeping a series of expense notes. And you want to put this receipt into your expense notes. So you can say in a voice command, take a picture of this and file it in my expenses note. And it will do that with one voice command. So there are wrinkles, undoubtedly. Some of those wrinkles are accessibility wrinkles. Some of them are just because this Bixby thing is so new. But you can tell that Samsung is deeply committed to this. And I tell you what, just some of the little things that it is doing, some of the nuances that it understands are so impressive that when you combine what Bixby is doing now and I'm sure will do in future with what Google Assistant can do, you've got a pretty formidable combination on the one device. And just before we leave Bixby and the S8 for another week, turn off voice assistant. No problem. Let's double tap OK here to deactivate voice assistant. Tapping OK will stop voice assistant. Cancel button. Calendar. Page one of weather. Calendar. Camera. Current weather. Calendar. Calendar. First item. It disappeared. Double tap. Turn off voice assistant. No problem. Tapping Let's o- double tap OK here okay to button. deactivate. 
I had to move pretty quickly because I think it vanishes pretty quickly. So we now have no voice assistant. Hello, Bixby. Hi there. I'm alone in the universe. Let's take a look at what I found on the web. Oh, well, there you go. You see, it's not very sympathetic. I think we better try turning our speech back on. Turn on voice assistant. All right, let's grant permission before using voice assistant. Right, well, let's try. Okay. Voice assistant on. Woo. Voice assistant. All right. <laughs> there you go. Because especially when voice assistant is off, I think to some extent at the moment anyway, when voice assistant is on, it is having an impact on Bixby's ability to choose buttons. I have had a bit of a play with this, and it does seem to me at the moment that when voice assistant is off, Bixby is able to choose a lot of buttons that don't seem to work. I think what happens when voice assistant is on is only that the, the button gains focus, and that would be great if that could be addressed in a future update. Is there a support group for people who aren't able to eat because their kitchen is being renovated? Okay, here is what I found on the web. Thanks for listening to The Blind Side, a production of Mosin Consulting. On the web at mosin.org.